Hello, friends, and welcome to Troidal Power Presents Power Playthroughs Podcast with Troidal Power. I am your host, Troidal Power, and this is the podcast where we play games in a powerful way. And it's been a minute since I've been done the games I'm supposed to be doing, right? Uh, I said on Sundays I was going to get back to putting out uh, Zelda and Golden Sun episodes, and then and then I haven't been because it's just other stuff came up, you know? You know how it is. But here we are, booting up uh, Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages, where... I believe we mm, oh we need to go back to the future right uh, a tree person says oh link but it's a baby tree so yeah I think we need to go meet the grown-up tree um, which I have to go down and around oh wait there's a time portal right here look at that that's convenient glowing lights come up and now we're back to uh, the present. And here's the big tree. And she says, oh, it's weird. It all seems so foggy. I'm forgetting so much. Oh, you, you're Link, Link. Why are you here now? I've been waiting so long for you. Don't you remember? Hundreds of years ago, Link, you promised. And there's hearts all over her text. And then she says, when I grow up, I'll marry you. That's in quotes, like she's saying that that's what Link promised. That's what you said, Link. 400 years I waited, but I knew you wouldn't forget about me. Our hearts are bound across time by a thread of, what? That's not why you're here. Why won't you listen to me? Fine, you want to talk about Varen, right? Maybe Varen is using Queen Ambi to raise the tower to the heavens. And then quotes, if one of impure heart gains the powers of shadow, this world will be covered in darkness. That's what this is about. To know the past is to know the present. Varen can do as she pleases if she finds dark power in the past. All will go dark. Link, you must stop Varen and save Nehru. Must I say it again? No, you do not need to say it again. I don't recall, but I think you need the eight essences of time hidden in Labrina to beat Varen. The essences hold the power to see the truth, and they hold my memory. You won't beat Varen if you can't see the truth. With the flow of time disrupted, my memory is fading. What will we do? I'm at a loss. But if you find the essences, I'll remember everything, and you'll be able to stop Varen. Please do this, Link. First, I want you to go to your graveyard in the east. I hear the first essence is there. I can't do much, but take this and a bag fell down uh, from the sky. And she says, the ember seeds in this seed satchel will offer light in dark places and burn small trees from your path. You got a seed satchel and it has 20 ember seeds. Let's equip that in place of our shovel and we're gonna head to the east. Here's a little tree blocking our path to the east. We'll just set it on fire real quick and burn it down and ooh, a treasure chest. You got 30 rupees. That's nice. It's a dead end, but uh, hey, we got 30 rupees, and what a good way for it to teach us how to use the uh, ember seeds. Let's go back to where the tree was, because we can go east on her screen here. Yeah, and jump down. All right. God, I love the visuals on this. I mean, this I it's Link's Awakening. Like, it's exactly the graphics from Link's Awakening, but I love Link's Awakening, so I'm fine with that. What's the sign say? Rolling Ridge is to the west, and Lina City is to the south. So I had exited Lina City to the east, but there's no way to progress further to the east from here. So I guess maybe we need to find another exit from the city. Uh, is what I'm. That's what I'm going with here. Oops. 
Oh, maybe this way. That's let's do this. Let's just go east a little bit. This is back to where we met uh uh Impa. Here's a sign that says Yule Graveyard. Okay, we'll burn this little tree down and head into here. And it got all dark and spooky. Burn another tree down. Uh, very purple colors to show the spookiness. There's a bunch of pits in this area, so I can't progress. Pits and gravestones is all that's there. Let's go the other way. And on this screen, there's an opening to the north and a staircase south. We're gonna go north first, and there's a big locked gate. And it says, huh, this has a keyhole. Um, Link doesn't have a, like a Navi with him in this game, does he? I guess you don't in uh, Link's Awakening either, do you? Um, there's a ghost hanging out behind some gravestone archway thingies. Can't get to him. Here's some kids. And uh, one kid says, no way, it's too scary. It's pitch black inside that grave beneath the tree. Another kid says, shut up. It's no good if you get scared. Besides, it might come out. And then the other person says, the ghost. And they all shiver. And then they run away. All right, let's go find a grave beneath a tree. Oh, there's a heart piece, but it's bound a rock, and I don't have a thing that'll let me pick up rocks yet. Um, mm. Well, haha. I burned down a tree and revealed a staircase. This must be what they're talking about. Okay, yeah, it's very dark in here, but there's a torch will light, and that helps. There's a skull pattern on the floor. That's, that's extra creepy. Let's light another torch. And a key with a skull on top of it fell. And I picked it up and says, you got the graveyard key. Excellent. Let's go back to that big old lock gate, huh? Oh, I forgot to say from this screen, I can totally see what's probably the entrance to the dungeon. I just can't get to it yet. I have to go like up and around and through the gate and then I'll be able to get to it. Trying to think if there's anything I've 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 watched or done lately I'm gonna share with you guys. I've been playing a lot of Tide the Tasmanian Tiger, but you can find all about my thoughts on that game on Geek to Geek Media and also on this podcast feed, because I did an episode about it. But uh, I love that game. It had it was it was very, very good classic uh, character platformer. And the sequel is very different, and I don't know if I like it quite as much. It's not bad, it's just different. All right, here's the entrance to the temple, I'm sure. Level one, Spirit's Grave. We are gonna do level one today, friends. Um, so I'm in a room, there's a uh, door to the left, door to the right. I'm gonna go left hand on the left wall. Let's step through this door and see what we find. Couple skeletons in here. Uh, there's a chest behind some jars, so I can't get to that yet. And a door to the west that's blocked by jars, so I can't go there yet, so I guess we need to go back to the front room and then go through the door to the east where we find some slimes. Cut those slimes up. Ah, get off of me. Slime uh, turned into tiny slimes and then one stuck itself to me like slimes do. Um, I, I used that as a mechanic once. I did a, uh, uh, a thing where we did a D&D. &D. Oh, cool. I can push this into, uh, there's like a block that turns over as you push it, and I pushed it into a hole, and it lit some torches. I found a map. Um, I did a Dungeons & Dragons uh, adventure based on the first level of the original NES Legend of Zelda, and I had to figure out like how to make D&D compatible monsters out of the, uh, the various enemies in that dungeon. It was pretty fun to do. 
This is in fourth edition, so it was very board gamey, but it was fun. Um, all right, so that opened up two doors for me. Going through the right-hand side first, a couple of skeletons and slimes, and more slime. Get out of here. This music's spooky. I guess this is the spooky dungeon, isn't it? It is in a graveyard after all. Okay, there's a ghost in here. There's a couple blue statues. Can't seem to push them at all. And then there's a guy that's gonna, a statue that'll come to life when I try and push it, I think. Oh, he does not try and come to life. Uh, can I hit the ghost with my sword? Maybe. Yes, I can, okay. There we go. Killed him. Oh, and a key fell down from the sky. Thank you. And a new door we can go through. This is a four-way intersection that different directions, uh, you have to push a block in the middle so you can only go, like you can't go straight across. You can only go left or right from where you came in. There's a chest to the left that I can't get to, but I'm just gonna open this door to the north and then go straight back down because then we can push that block to the south and get that chest. You found the compass, sweet. Let's go back through the north and see what we had unlocked up here. Boop, 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 boop. That means there's a chest in this room, I think. Yep, I see a chest up in the corner. Let's go grab that. It's a key. Use it to open a locked door. Okay. Um, can I push these blocks? I can, okay. It's able to open a path. There's a couple keys flying around. Some of those good old bats. Dealing with them as I make my way through. And we'll go to the right first. Uh, okay. I thought I was stuck, but I was able to push some blocks out of the way. And I found a button to push that made a treasure chest appear. And then if I go... Wait, did I just make the treasure chest disappear? Maybe. Let's find out. Yes, I did. Okay, okay, I've got a moving platform now that goes to where the treasure chest is gonna be. So I'll make the treasure chest appear again by stepping on a button, and then I can step on this moving platform. I missed the moving platform and fell to my death. Uh, it only took away half a heart. Just kidding, I'm fine. All right, back on the moving platform. Let's go grab that key. It's another small key. Now we have two small keys. And let's see, oh, that's right. There was a doorway we didn't go through over here. And inside of it, we find a whole lot more blocks to push and another moving platform and a door to the e uh, the west, but we're gonna ignore that and check where we can go around in this room first. Made a chest appear, thank you very much. It's a gasha seed planted in soft soil, okay. Is that a, we've gotta plant things in the past mechanic? Did we talk about that last episode? I don't remember. I don't see any Gasha seeds on my um, my inventory, so yeah, interesting. Not sure how that mechanic works. All right, there's a locked door in this next room, some plants to cut down. There's an open door to the north. Let's go through that first before the locked door. Ooh. Wallmasters in this room. Wallmasters, for those who don't know, are creepy hands that fall from the sky and try to scoop you up and take you away. 
Um, in the original Zelda game, they like came out of the walls at you rather than falling from the sky. Uh, hence the name Wallmaster. And uh, they were another... Uh, oh, shoot, one scooped me up. Oh, it took me back to the very beginning. That's lame. Um, they were another enemy I figured out, or had to figure out how to make a mechanic out of for D&D. &D. Um, it was fun. I played that on Roll20. I feel like maybe I told this last episode, maybe. Um, but we were playing it on Roll20, where you can do, like, lighting effects. So I made it so that uh, the, the Wallmasters appear in a room that's all, um, uh, like, uh, uh, filled with columns. And so I had it set up so that the light couldn't pass through the columns, so the players couldn't really see where the Wallmasters were. It was, it was a fun little thing. Very, very, like I said, very board game style D&D, which is not really my favorite kind of D&D to play. I much more prefer like theater of the mind type stuff usually, but that was a, a pretty fun little one-off session we did. Me and me and MC and my buddy Rex played that. It was good times. Okay, making our way back to where we were so that we can open that door we skipped. Um, the room that had the wallmasters in it also had the boss door. I, be I believe what was the boss door in it, which is interesting because uh, I feel like we found that very early in this adventure. And um, we don't have a key for it yet, but we also don't have uh, an item that lets us lift objects. So my guess is that we're going to get the power bracelet or whatever it's called in this game in this room I'm about to go into, and then I'm going to have to go back to the very beginning. Yep, this is totally a mid-boss. It's a big ghost who's got a bunch of little flaming ghosts who come at me. No, no, no. Oh, the little flaming ghosts slow me down like the like the slimes, like the baby slimes do. Okay. No, stop running into me. There, we beat him. Just had to hack at him a bunch. Give me that fairy. Next room's going to have the power glove, right? It's got two moblins in it. Boomerang moblins. Let's take them out. Oh, there's a locked door in here, too. Is that where the glove's gonna be? Surely somewhere I'm going to get the glove or bracelet or something. No, no, no indication that there's a chest in that room by the sound that just played. Push some blocks of the way, next room. Skeletons, and there is a chest in here, I can see it. But it's behind jars that I can't pick up. How am I gonna get this thing? Oh, here's some more skeletons. Mm. There's two torches to light. That opens up a staircase. Go down the staircase and I can see a power bracelet. Let's go get that sucker. Gimme, gimme, gimme. You got the power bracelet. Hold the button and press. I don't know what button it said to press. Oh, the D-pad. That's what it was showing me. It's like, it looked like a plus symbol. There's no plus symbol on a Game Boy Color, but there is a D-pad. All right, yeah, we can pick up jars now. Cool, all right, so let's go pick up a jar down here to get the treasure chest that's in this room. And then, ooh, a ring. Get it appraised later, cool. We'll go south here, where's this taking us? Ooh, there's a, a button to step on. I don't know how to move a jar, so there's a button to step on, but uh, it, 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 oh, I can just push the jar, there we go, to push the button down. And then we're in that room at the beginning that has the, the, the boss key, look at that, we got the boss key. All right, 
I was making quick progress on this. Let's go through the teleporter in the front room. That'll take us back to the mid-boss room. Then we just cut straight north from here, and we will end up with an opportunity to battle the boss if we avoid this wall master. Oh, get out of here. I'm trying to break a jar so that I can, ah, uh, whatever. I have two and a half hearts. That should be plenty for the boss. The boss is a pumpkin man. It's a man with a pumpkin for a head. He spits out fire. He's an evil, spooky jack-o'-lantern. I destroyed his body, now it's just his head sitting on the ground. Oh, and then I'm gonna have to pick it up and throw it. Just like, just like the genie in Link's Awakening. Oh, there's a ghost inside his head when I pick it up. Okay, that's, that's the mechanic, because you just throw the head out of the way and then attack the ghost. Throw the head away and attack the ghost. And we beat him. Easy as lemons, which are squeezy. I got a heart container. We'll go through the door here. And look at this, look at this, it's an essence of time. It's a blue flame um, with kind of a, a, an emblem around it. It says, you've got the eternal spirit and essence of time. Even after life ends, it speaks across time to the heart. And blue energy is like being sucked towards it and it's playing cool music and stuff. Look at that. And then we are back outside, but there's red, Cherub tardigrads? Like tardigrads that are cherubs floating around, I think. Oh, maybe they were leaves. Because it says, it's me, the Maku tree. I hear an essence echoing in the western woods. Can you go there? All right. That's our next mission, I guess, is to go to the western woods. Um, I didn't necessarily, what is this? Something's flying around above me. It went off to the left. Oh, it was a witch. She just appeared on the screen again. What the hell was that? She appeared on the screen just as I went off the screen. There's a witch on a broom. Come back, witch. Um, here's that friendly ghost. He says, someone finally came. This headstone blocks the path to the afterlife. I'm actually below here, right? I'd appreciate it if you could help me out. All right, yeah, man, I'll push your headstone out of the way. There's some stairs. And here he is down here. And he says, you must have moved my headstone. That means I can move on to the afterworld. My heart lifts at the thought of it. Thanks. And he goes running out up the stairs. Goodbye, ghost. He didn't leave anything behind for me. And he says, you, I'm back outside. He says, you came out. Since I'm moving on, I don't need this anymore. Take it. I hope you can reach the afterworld soon too. And he gave me the Poe clock. It lightens the heart, question mark? What the hell's a poke clock? It's also not in my inventory. I don't know what that is. I guess we'll find out sometime. I wanna know what was up with that witch who was flying around who I completely missed the opportunity to interact with. Gah, what a go, Troy. Um, Westernwood is our next mission. We're not gonna go there this episode, but we are gonna go grab that heart piece that we left, or that we saw earlier, because now I can pick up the rock that's in the way. And, uh, got a piece of heart. That's three. Collect four and all to get an extra heart container. Cool. Check them on the item screen. Is there is there another item screen that I'm missing? Oh, I can press select. Okay, so this shows me I have the graveyard key, the poe clock, one gasha seed, one magic ring to get appraised, and I have the eternal spirit. Um, the current age is the present. I have three out of four pieces of heart, and I have the save screen where I can save and quit my game. Uh, yeah, there we go. We did a dungeon. Uh, thank you for listening, friends. I do appreciate it. Um, hopefully next week will be a Golden Sun episode on Sunday. 
um, with something else on Thursday. I don't remember what. I feel like I already have an episode planned for Thursday, but I don't remember what it is. So until then, until next time, tape and hope for the best. If you enjoyed my show, it would mean a lot if you would rate and review it on iTunes, share it on social media, or check out my Patreon. You can find all of my stuff at troidalpower.carrd.co. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at Probably Work for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com. Are you a fan of high fantasy epic book series that are converted into television series? No, not that one. I mean an epic book series that is actually complete. I'm referring to The Wheel of Time. Robert Jordan's fantasy masterpiece that was completed posthumously by Brandon Sanderson. Well, I have the perfect podcast for you. The Taveren is a Wheel of Time podcast where three gentlemen go through the series one chapter at a time. In their own special way. Follow along as Bill, Rob, and Rich re-experience this great epic. Experience for yourself a world full of vibrant locations, colorful characters, and storylines that will never fail to surprise. Visit a world that Game of Thrones can only wish was as fleshed out and complete. The Taveren, a Wheel of Time podcast, is part of the We Can Make This Work Probably network of podcasts. Find our podcast wherever you get your podcast feed, or visit probablywork.com for episodes of this podcast and other great shows. We will see you at the Wine Spring Inn.